Welcome to episode 21. Mm. This is a great episode, guys. So good. Uh, we talk about uh, David reviving iPods from the dead. Uh, we get into a bunch of nerdy nostalgia, uh, and we find out that Tristan was ultra poor and didn't have DSL, and heck? that that was not uncommon. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and then uh, we end with a Steve Jobs monologue. Stick around. Hi, Andrew. I dig it. Welcome to the Triflix cast. We are professional videographers and photographers talking about the latest business practices, techniques, and technology. With a little bit of fun sprinkled in. I'm Cole. I'm the producer around these parts. To my right is... I'm Tristan. I just got it out. What did you what? Okie dokie. We're oh moving on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. He just got it out, guys. <laughs> to my left. I'm David and I am the efficiency man. Okay. <laughs> now that we've lost everyone. Zootopia, the sloth. Yes. <laughs> Flash, Let me I mean. tell you a joke. Let me. <laughs> Let me do it for, do you. It for you. Speaking of doing things for you, <laughs> we can do media for you. Oh my gosh. Are we a we, media company? Do, uh, we're news reporters because we're the media. Yeah. <laughs> we should touch on that today. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, we run a company called Triflix uh, based out of Columbus, Indiana. And uh, yeah, we make media. Woo! Welcome to episode 21. We're here. We're happy. And uh, we're relatively engaged and energized. So buckle up. You know, I'm really tired of how glasses, like, get the oils from your eyebrows on them. You ever, I don't you, ever get oils. Well, sorry, I don't wear glasses, but I, I, don't, I don't know how you're getting oils from your eyebrows. You don't get oils from your eyebrows? Do your um, eyebrows touch your glasses? Like, like right the the top edge. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that just drives me nuts. But yours is further away. You have, like, old man glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I have like really big tall ones. You're like thin yours, weird. Yours look a little more yeah. updated modern. Tristan yeah, really. Tristan be looking like he stole his from his grandma. I'm pretty yeah. sure my dad has the same glasses. But your dad is older than you. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. My I, favorite was my dad switched to frameless. Fra- like the just the glass and the on the sides. I'm always scared this will break. They don't look very good. Yeah. They're huh. fancy though. They're very light. Hmm. I could Steve see Steve Jobs did that, right? The circle frame. I don't know. I, I, still wore a turtleneck. I just, just turtleneck. Everybody's wearing a turtleneck. 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 You wear it and it covers up all your neck. Watch out. I should do I'm that. wearing a turtleneck. Tristan, your neck it gets feels cold. like it needs to be turtled. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, need I don't think they make a turtleneck for that that thing. Nah, dude, I'm fully extended. You have to get the extra turtle. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the gym and you work on your neck extension <laughs> exercises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not usually this strong. off topic. No way, we are. Uh, well, the way to for get those of you farther. who don't tune in usually, yeah. please stick around. I beg of you. <laughs> You help our numbers. Um, our numbers. Our numbers are suffering. I have no idea. I don't check them. Um, but uh, <laughs> for those of you who, who this is your first time listening, we do a news story. And uh, we yeah. like to, we just pick something funny offline. And I really struggled to find it today. And uh, we just got access to chat GPT's integration into Bing. Oh, yeah. So I told it to scour the 
World Wide Web, and uh, it just pulled up all the stuff that I had already seen on Google. So it was super helpful. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, today's new story. Uh, the uh, the the name is. Uh, <laughs> it took AI to get Bing to a level that was on par with Google. Right. <laughs> They're like our numbers have never been better. <laughs> But it's beta, and the only way to get it is through getting the the beta channel of Edge. So you have to download another browser to get access to it. How many browsers do you have now? I have, well, yeah, I have four. Safari, Arc, Chrome, and Edge. No more Brave? Or was that in there? You had Brave, too. Sorry, Sorry, Brave instead of Chrome. I got rid of Chrome. Oh, Oh, okay. I fully fully went nope yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we could jump back in that later benefit. i know you got uh, you got the news story because every episode we, we do a news story i don't know if you guys are new here but we always do a news story it's like the worst newscast ever he's like well it's snowing out here today guys watch out pull up to the window uh, I'll take a whopper, whopper to London. Maybe ten ninety nine per four second window. I need money mustard. Money mustard. And our microphones were ruined ever since. I this really episode. hope Limiter can salvage that audio. Did they you will did not. They were peaking Tristan, hard. Tristan and I, uh, we were talking the other day. I sent him this link. There's actually a microphone from Rode that they just released. Yeah. And supposedly it has like the highest bit rate of any. Lossless, I've heard. Uh, close. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Peakless. I mean, yeah. So it's like 32 bit, and that's like big for oh okay. for a uh, so it's like a USB microphone. mic then. Uh, yes. Okay. I think it's dual. I'm pretty sure it's USB and XLR. But they said that it's uh essentially because of the bit rate and how much headroom it has, it yeah. doesn't peak. It can't peak. Well, I mean, I'm sure it can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never say something can't happen. But like, I don't think we could make it. Have to take it out to like a gun range and see. I'm like, yeah, that's different. That's different. It's okay, it's that piking. It pikes. Anyways, my news story today is it's called like a, uh, a news story. Conch contest. Oh, Conch. <laughs> yeah. I don't like how. That's exciting. What do you think what it is? is? It? Obviously, it's like a wet t-shirt contest, but with conches. Explain. You know, like wet t-shirt contest is like a thing where a bunch of dudes wear white t-shirts and they get. <laughs> Water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to eat. <laughs> yeah. What? But like this time it's with conches. And then like. The conches have t shirts on? No, the it's still dudes, but they're wearing like conch shells. Oh, like from the, from they're the wearing. Yeah, yeah. A conch, though, is not a great shell for covering up your bits. Depends on the shape. <laughs> Well, that's why it's a contest <laughs> to see how well yeah, the no, conch covers conch, up. The conch shells are like the coily ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, put a, be you a... put a crab in there and then they hook on and then you gotta, like, <laughs> you gotta get them wet oh. to see who put you a crotch conch. <laughs> oh. Conch crotch. Conch crotch. Yeah. Anyways, I, I like it. Just I crabs. like it. <laughs> <laughs> what David, do you think, David? David, we want to hear what you think. I think it's the magic conch shell contest yeah. from SpongeBob. Okay. And it's a competition who can make them best like pull the string and it tells you what to do. 
That's the best one, you know. You know what? There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> yes, yes. Like Woody the doll, but it's a concert. Sale. I got gotcha. you. Well, you're both wrong. Ah, uh, how could this be? Closer? I know you guys are usually so good at this. <laughs> uh, it's actually a conch conch shell blowing contest. Oh, Where you, in Key West, okay. It's actually Key West annual conch shell blowing contest. Yeah. Um, a uh, a Canadian woman and a pediatric cardiologist from Georgia won the men's and women's contest. They were both from Georgia. Uh, I don't know. Canadian woman and a cardiologist from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Georgia, Canada. I thought she was just a Canadian that lived in Georgia. No, Georgia, the country. No. Oh, wait. Is is were they, Georgia is a country? I assume the state. I assume they're both. She just happened to be Canadian and lived there. Yeah. <laughs> we're so well educated here. No joke. Oh wow, the one dude played a Jimmy Buffett song on a conch. Yeah, a Jimmy Buffet. He said that uh, a conch shell with holes so it can be played like a flute. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. And then the Can- Canadian chick, she blew a long, loud blast with her shell to best other competitors. <laughs> this sounds like it's written it's like by a AI. Horn. I'll be honest with you. I tried to write a couple with AI, and AI is just way too lame. Like, it's just, just like, write a news story. Boring. And it's like, like, I was like, write a news story about how three podcast um, hosts, you know, get, get stuck in a, in a hilarious situation. And it was like, <laughs> three podcast hosts get stuck in a room, and they jiggle the handle, and it's funny because it doesn't open. And they're stuck in there, and they tell each other jokes to pass the time, and then <laughs> and they realize funny. they're all friends and i was like wow that's like uh, i like that story could never be friends with that's these guys that, that's why we're here is because the door's locked we can't get out so we're, we're like let's just research for the news story to help us realize that we're all friends yay but wasn't the so true wholesome. meaning the podcast we made along the way <laughs> oh my gosh but anyways yeah that's that's what it was i just i thought it yeah. was interesting that that was something that existed it's that's how bored people get they're like how I've been practicing for 10 years to uh, blow this conch. You think it's, it's boredom? I feel like you'd do it with your kids if there was a beach nearby and a bunch of conches. No. You want to go blow some conch? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Like Why? Just, you said it so aggressively. <laughs> Why were you so aggressive with it? I don't know. It's, just, it's what you do. <laughs> You go to Man. the contest, you just blow some conch. <laughs> now that you're editing the clips, I feel like you're intentionally saying things that you're going to let get out. Uh, I do take notes. I do. <laughs> I know we talked about, last week we talked about how we got the new editor. His yes. name is Nathan. Hey, Nathan. He's still learning how to edit yes. at the moment. Like, not, sorry. He's doing he's a good learning. job. He's, he's, seven, he's training with our processes and everything. He's six, doing a good job. Seven and a half days in. So... Yeah. That's what you guys will notice that we're not putting out clips for the podcast as regular Lee as usual. But we did yeah. make sure we made the verticals that say, you know, like it's coming soon and that it's live. Yes. And I, no offense, Daniel, if you're listening, uh, I really like the one that Tristan made because it's just so... Us. Like, it made me want to watch it because it was just... <laughs> I mean, not, I that, what they're gonna talk about. not that the other ones don't, but it was just the fact that like... I don't know. Yeah. It was so scatterbrained, but it was so funny because it was just like that, 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 that. It was happening. all over the map, but it was put so it was yeah. it was made I really so liked humorous. The clip that uh, Tristan that you pulled when I was like explaining stop motion. I was like, 
Well, that's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I forgot. And I was like, why was I doing that? I was like, oh, that's why. You know, the best way well to, done. if you ever need to make a video like that, you, the best thing to do is just start clicking through the video while it's playing random sections. Yeah. And it just sounds really funny. And I've learned this because whenever David edits without his headphones on in the mm-hmm. office for, um, for a pastor, for yeah. a sermon, it makes for a very <laughs> controversial sermon whenever you start jumping around on what he's talking about. So I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, we could do that with the podcast. It's like the it's like the new version of like the old you know like cutting the letters out of a newspaper, yeah, like the words mm. and like making your own sentence. Like we're just like taking the pieces out, <laughs> right? You reorganize them, make it say something new. I do kind of like that. That would be really funny to just go back. And I think we tried to do this. Mm-hmm. We did it with one of them, and it worked out pretty well. But it'd be fun to do like all the promotional stuff. It's like the different words in the podcast because we used the transcription stuff to find him last time. I'd have to yeah. look, I don't remember the guy's name. I'll, maybe I'll try to find it you later. Know? But there's a there's a guy that does this with um, Jordan Peterson, um, oh. his his old lectures because he, he used to be a professor and he would talk for an hour and then you'd find mm-hmm. these like really <laughs> random clips because he talks on sociology oh. and, and psychology and it's like, it's humans. They do weird stuff. You talk about the weird stuff they do and yeah. you can make these crazy stories where it's like, He's in the middle of giving helpful advice. And it's like, if you guys want to live a better life, you need to really focus on, and then you interject with him talking about how <laughs> um, in the 20th century or the in the 12th century, uh, people would attack other villages and rape and pillage. And it's like, so if you want a better life, you need to, and then insert whatever the horrible thing is. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it makes start them. killing each other. It's crazy. <laughs> well, that was kind of like how they would take the political yeah. figures and then have them sing songs. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And they would just pick the words out of all of their like, you know, yeah. talking points and then pitch them and make it work. Yeah. Back when we did the, um, the deep fake for Cole's face on Tristan. And mm-hmm. we also did the voice AI. I wonder if we just took you, Cole, taking things and like rearrange it, like just the chopped up portions and then fed that to the AI that already knows that's trained on your voice. If it'll just make it sound like you just said them naturally. Make it more regular. Yeah. I wonder. I almost wonder if Adobe Speech Enhance would do it. Oh. If you rearranged it and then threw it in, if it would equalize everything out to make it sound right. Oh, yeah. That would be really cool to try. Uh, by the way, guy's name is Very Tall Bart, and it's a profile picture of Bart Simpson is the one that does all the Jordan Peterson. Very and, Tall uh, Bart. Very Tall Bart. Yeah. He also does, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson and, like, all the meme dudes, Ben Shapiro and mm-hmm. Elon Musk. People Muskrat. that talk for a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't do that. No. Nope. No, we make nothing from this. We're not living. Other than acquaintances. <laughs> Friends. 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 Okay. Friends or family. Um, One of the, th- well, I guess at the top of the list, because this was something that we want to talk about last episode, but it got carried over. Um, ah. David has gotten into uh, reviving old iPods. Right. Yeah. Which is really funny. Right to repair. Go, David. Right to repair. Yeah. My favorite, that's a big thing. My favorite thing is that you bought an old iPod mm-hmm. and then have worked on it yes that's my favorite part of the whole story so to explain (laughs) the ipod i bought was this one if you can see it on the video portion it is a ipod classic fourth generation so it's the fourth version of the ipod classic for those of you listening look it up look it up Uh, on the back of it it says the apple logo iPod and then HP, you know, the computer company. Hewlett Packard. There's an and that's an official thing. It's because when 
Apple made this version of the iPod. Uh, beforehand, it was really confusing whether or not your iPod would work with a like a Microsoft computer, like work on Windows. Yeah. And so they did like a little partner deal with uh, Hewlett Packard HP, and they got their logo slapped on it so people would know it works with their Windows computer and not just like a MacBook. You think they would have reached out to Windows and got the Windows logo? Well, did you nah. did you know that uh, Steve <laughs> Jobs? Steve Jobs, I I believe this was the case. I just watched a video about this the other day. I think he he tried to work or he worked for a very short period of time at HP. Mm-hmm. And so he had connections there. Oh, that makes and that's, sense. Yeah. that's also part of why they are where they are now with the new Apple campus, because mm-hmm. that ground used to be for Hewlett Packard's oh. campus. So like when they were getting ready to like shift yeah. everything and, you know, kind of move some stuff around and downsize, you know, Steve Jobs had an in mm-hmm. with some of the owners because he had worked there in the past. I used to walk, like uh, HP when I was growing up because they made rather okay computers, but now it's kind of meh. And I like their design <laughs> language as well. I thought it was always kind of similar to Apple. So that makes sense that Steve Jobs kind of liked him a bit. I thought that was cool. I had no yeah. idea there was that connection because yeah. it was this whole video. You guys got to look it up. And they were explaining how Apple, the new Apple Park got built and why and wow. how they went about all that. Yeah, knowing people and knowing connections uh, in those businesses make a lot of sense. And even though Steve Jobs uh, was like notorious for being hard to work with, maybe <laughs> I think he's just a very particular man and just yeah. wanted what he wanted and he didn't give a crap if he didn't like it. Yeah, you know how that is. So, <laughs> so what did you want, David? What did I want? I wanted an iPod that I could work on because I liked iPods growing up. I really liked Apple. I thought they were really cool. I liked their design language. If you hear that ticking, that is the iPod scroll wheel. As you all you millennials, all you millennials you, know what I'm talking about. You know about. exactly. Oh. Yeah, for those Zoomers though. Did you have an iPod? Tristan? Nah. No, no iPod. He had a Zoom. Did you no, have I didn't an MP3 have any player. You didn't have anything. No, I didn't have. Uh, you didn't listen to music. CD player. Oh, uh, okay. So you just didn't get upgraded. No, I just went straight to phone. Straight to phone. Really? Yeah. No. I my first phone was in middle school. So uh, before that was CDs. Do you yeah. remember the Motorola Rocker? Yeah. Uh, yes. It was like the first phone and iPod. It's so familiar. I'd have to look it look up. Look it up. I, I had a friend who had one, and I thought it was so cool. I, I was like, if I saw it, you I mean your phone can also store your music? Oh, what? How, how long Roll ago was that? Uh, that was a while ago. Rocker. I know I was in high school, I think. R-O-K-R. Yes. Oh, I remember seeing these. Yeah, that was a big, uh, a big brand deal. Yeah. Oh, that was the... Yeah, that was the first iPhone. Correct. Because it had the built-in like iPod looking interface. And I, I watched the Apple presentation for it. Have you seen this? I haven't watched it since it Dude. first came out. So so Steve Jobs, uh, it was the same presentation before he announced like the, like the iPod Nano, I believe. Okay. And it really p- pissed off Motorola because it got so much more attention than the rocker. Uh, but during the presentation for the rocker, Steve Jobs was like demoing it like, and you know, like as I'm using it, I'm using my phone and I'm going to go start playing some music. And he plays the music. He's like, that's awesome. It's like, now I'm going to go back out, go to the home screen. And then the music stops playing. And he just looks pissed. <laughs> and he, he was like, well, it's supposed to start. Or keep playing. And then, Motorola. then he like just says like, <laughs> two other talking points and he just puts it away and he just goes into the nano 
Dang. And what's even funnier Savage. is when he demos the real iPhone, like two years later, three years maybe, he does that same demo. He's like, look, I go, go on my phone. I'm listening to music. I get a phone call. Music stops. I take the phone call. As soon as the phone call ends, boom. He's just, and he says, <laughs> the music starts playing again. And everybody just starts clapping like crazy. <laughs> and he's just so proud of it. It's like he, he just loved his products. And he, they want, he wanted it to do what he wanted it to do doesn't justify his being a jerk bag all the time but no but i i, I mean it makes sense yeah. you know what i mean he was like he had the idea mm-hmm. right he's just like if i put together the right people yeah and just push everybody then we'll get there <laughs> yeah. my uh my wife and i are watching she's watching i'm overhearing next to me uh <laughs> this par- uh, parental show i don't remember the name of it but it's um a t- it's a competition with parents with a bunch of different kids age ranging from like six to 16 and all these parents have like a titled or descriptive parenting style Mm -hmm. so like the achiever the competition or the like conservative religious um the what they call feral kids which is like the kids are just like running around doing their own thing being being independent yeah all these different parenting styles and it's just really funny because there, there's useful competitions of like how well do your kids respect you and like uh, if they climb a wall will they stop halfway or will they push through and you know like a lot of really interesting ways to kind of showcase some life skills mm-hmm. and putting all these kids like pinned up each other and it's like all right steve jobs had a very particular like leadership style and these are essentially his children of like all right i need you to climb the wall or build the ipod <laughs> and it's like his method got him there, but watching the show is really interesting because it's like some people get the kid to do the thing, but they still get voted off because people are like, yeah, you can't, you can't do this. Like that's not like long-term yeah. effects. Like, cause the, the judges are all psychologists based. So it's like the long-term effects of this can't be good. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's very interesting to see how yeah, a lot of people's parental styles are actually kind of bleed into their work styles. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's hard to hard sometimes to, mm. you know, separate. His, his mindset is very particular too, because it's similar to other people's, but like their goals are completely different. It's like, yeah, like if it's the way that he was acting, but you just put someone who just wants money, you're just going to get really kind of crappy products. Right. Yeah. They he don't. wanted products like that. He wanted to use. Like he didn't want to be annoyed when using the product. Yeah. And like smart. Let's see. That's your yeah. philosophy with notifications. You're like, this yeah. notification is dumb. I don't want it on my phone. And then you'll go in and you'll turn off notifications for that app. Yeah. It's like most people just like, yeah, whatever. I'll deal with it. And then, I mean, I keep dismissing the same one. <laughs> I will that. not sign in yeah. to my windows login on my phone. For, uh, for I Outlook. won't do it. It, yeah. it just keeps it asking me for Outlook login. I'm like, I'll get to it if I need it. Why do you keep telling me this? <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> anyway, okay, so, iPods. Yeah, I was gonna say, circle back to David's so, preferences here. So, this you iPod. you had a you had this idea, right? Yeah. It just came out of nowhere, and you're like, I want an iPod. So walk me through, like, if I'm right. if, I, if I need if I wanted to go through this and get my own iPod and, and go through the whole thing, like walk me through what you did. So I actually discovered a YouTube channel called Dank Pods. <laughs> and he Dank is an, he's an Australian dude. He was like a professional musician and he needed money and he discovered that he could repair old broken iPods. He could like buy them in lots of like 20 or 30. And from those, he could piecemeal together like 
five or 10 working iPods and then sell them and make his money back. And so he made a YouTube channel. One of his friends was like, hey, like you're good at this. Make like a couple videos. And like the first two videos he made just blew up. That's awesome. And so I discovered him. He's just been making videos ever since about like crappy and PC players and just talking about them. He's really enjoyable. And um, he likes to show off these ones a lot because they're the easiest to repair. I've always been big in taking apart electronics and like fixing things and understanding how they work. So the fourth gen is the easiest. Yeah, the fourth gen relatively is the easiest. Like the older ones are basically basically the easiest to repair. And I say this one's easiest because there's also a lot of parts available. Okay, gotcha. The older ones may not have as many parts or whatever, but this one was solid. Um, well. There's like a lot of support for it, a lot of community uh, effort behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of replacement parts are brand new custom ones. Like people are making cool, like metal backs of like different colors or like chromatic looking color changing ones, um, new fronts and backs. And so I chose this one cause I never had one. And I believe a kid at my elementary school had an iPod like this and I thought it was so cool. Did you have an iPod back in the day? I we couldn't I didn't get one until like the fourth gen nano. Oh gotcha, okay. But I was one of the little thin boy. It's a little thin guy, has like the vertical screen. It's the same size as this one, but up and down. Could you even use them without internet? Like, they, like no, to get music? They don't have Wi-Fi. You have to plug it into your computer and yeah, sync. Yeah, that's why. You'd have to sync I later on. I couldn't have even had... That makes sense. So if you didn't have internet, you couldn't have an iPod at the time. Uh, and you could like rip CDs. Like yeah. if you had CDs, you could rip it with iTunes and put it oh. on your iPod. Yeah, I mean, we went through like the whole library well, and just thought, ripped everything. Steve thought about it. He was like, I want to put my CDs in my pocket. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because yep, yep. it was... It was a big deal. That was, yeah. So, so, so the generation that David bought is the yeah. same generation that I had had first. Yeah. That was my first iPod. And this one is a 20 gigabyte model. I forget Love how it. many songs that could originally store. I don't know how many songs per gigabyte. Um, Cole could maybe look that up. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up I bought while you're this telling. one uh, on eBay. It was for like 40 bucks. And the listing said bad hard drive and bad battery or so that they thought and so i got it and i ordered a new hard drive or i didn't buy a hard drive i bought an adapter for an sd card so i could put a, a flash card in here and <laughs> five thousand five thousand songs five thousand songs and they had a 20 gig and a 40 gig model and so it was five thousand or ten thousand and i currently have does that That's crazy. 70, no, Intr- 110 songs on this right now. Introduction date was July 19th, 2004. 2000. Wow. I didn't even know Apple was Four. alive then. It was discontinued what? a year later. <laughs> Apple started coming back after like 1998 yeah. or something. Processor speed was 80 wow. megahertz. Yeah. I guess I just always associate Apple with like the iPhone being their like You're thing. older than me, man. I didn't have the internet. I didn't know about anything in technology. Like hmm. there was nothing outside of my house growing up and like I guess really? yeah. Our school what I What did think, you do for fun? I uh, played outside. Huh. I didn't really do anything tech related. I had you a didn't PlayStation. Watch TV or anything? We didn't have my mom got rid of cable TV growing up. Oh, I had wow. it for a little bit. Um We I, had cable TV. I've I had or we had dish. Uh, we had it for a while, and then she switched over to the Angel TV stuff. Angel TV. But, uh, nice. but yeah, no, it was a lot of playing outside, yeah. and um, had a PlayStation 2, I want to say. Played a lot of that, mm-hmm. but 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I think... I think the internet was just like such a, it's such like a found fundamental thing that everyone has now. So it's like really weird to think back and it's like, how, how do you get information about Apple being a company and stuff? I'd, I've never really mm-hmm. thought about it. Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah. just weird to think about, dude. It's like yeah. the first thing I ever saw we from had DSL I, by that point. Yeah, DSL. Oh my the gosh. First, uh, Apple thing I ever saw was the Nano. I, I remember dial up. <laughs> It sucked so much. Yeah, but the jump from dial-up to DSL was huge. Like, yeah. I remember my dad's like, we got DSL, and was like, he's like, it's faster internet, and we we're like, okay. It still used phone line, right? Uh, yes. Because I remember trying to play yes. Call yes. of Duty, and it would still mess up the internet whenever we get a phone call. For sure. Wow. For yeah. sure. It all depended upon yeah. your setup, yes. Yeah. It for sure did that. Because we had the, the weird adapter that you'd plug into the phone <laughs> jack, and one would go to the phone, yes. and one would go to the box. Yes. Yeah. Because I think it had more pins. Yeah. They, I don't know how they did it. I, but it was... It was yeah blazing fast compared to dial-up right because you didn't have to go through any of the stuff i remember waiting for web pages to load like i'd go to a website for what you did we'd play play ps2 games like Mm -hmm. ratchet and clank yeah or other things and i'd go to this website called gamewinners.com yes yeah and we'd look up like cheat codes really had all the cheats and i remember waiting for that page to load so slowly and then we'd print off the page and you were so pumped and yes you did you'd have stacks of that paper because it was all the codes yes dang dude blast from yeah, the past I, I, I forget about that gamewinners.com yeah i don't know if it's still around we had to go buy the books <laughs> we <laughs> bought the books. books with all the cheat codes in them from the store yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and then everybody would write them down and we'd share them yeah i love it yeah the, those people who bought the books they'd put all that stuff on game winners for us that's they nice of it. It. yeah i'm not gonna lie i kind of feel bad now <laughs> I had no idea. I just mean because, like, I didn't you know, know because like, I, about the I just thought that this was like a general thing that like every kid had, and mm-hmm. I see that's not the case. I remember like uh, I've been a little privileged over here, Cole. But world books, encyclopedias, like having <laughs> to do a book report, yeah, from encyclopedias. I remember having to do that. Yeah, we had to do that too. I don't yeah. think our school even had internet. I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah. think they did. If they did, it was like later on. Yeah, the only time. At least in elementary school, because I lived in that time, and I think our schools here were kind of slow on adopting the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like going to computer labs to take typing classes. You yeah. just you learn to type. Type to and learn. That was like the it most. Was the name of it. I don't know if that's what ours. We was had. called type to learn. I don't know. And now a quick break to hear from our sponsors, Coffee House Five. With locations in Franklin and Greenwood and Suna 3rd in Bargersville, Coffee House 5 is Johnson County's premier independent coffee shop to relax, study, or meet friends around great coffee and great food Monday through Saturday. Whether it's a handcrafted espresso or a single origin pour over, you'll enjoy the freshest, smoothest coffee possible roasted in-house at their Franklin location using a unique airbed roasting process. And don't forget to pair your coffee with a ham and cheddar scone, biscuits and gravy made with their award-winning Parmesan chive biscuit, or any of their other pastries and sandwiches prepared in their Franklin kitchen using family recipes in a style they call Midwest comfort food. As if that's not enough to get your attention, Coffee House 5 is a for-benefit coffee house. All profits are invested in building a stronger community through their support of local mental health services, which you can read more about on their website, coffeehouse5.com. So next time you're in Franklin or Greenwood and soon Bartersville, stop by Coffee House 5. Ours was called Type to Learn. I don't know what we had. But yeah, that was like the most we ever used computers 
at school was just learning how to type. We um, I struggled so much. We would go to the public library to play uh, RuneScape, and every time I didn't know like how logins <laughs> worked, so every time I made a new account, so I'd never uh, continued. Like I didn't understand like how logins worked. I thought you just you just made them and like yeah. emails, like you made an email and then like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I didn't think about saving the like password and stuff. I have so a you rant about emails. Every time. Huh? I have a rant about my old email. Yahoo, you've uh, fallen. Yahoo, how far you've fallen. A lot of people had Yahoo. I never understood that. We didn't, I didn't know. Right? So I, I had a Gmail. I was like real early on the Gmail game. Gmail man. Oh, dude. I was like, I, I was Yahoo. as soon as I could. Gmail from the get go. I couldn't even tell you how long. I've had I've had my, my Gmail account double digit years for sure. Dang. I just I, I, I can't know. access my Yahoo account. I'm they want me to pay twenty dollars <gasps> to unlock my Yahoo account Dude. because I don't know my password. <laughs> and whenever I call them up to reset my password, wow. I get some outsourced, I think like Indian support <clears throat> company. Nothing against that. Yeah, wow. But like, I, I get these like people, and they're like, "What are you calling for?" It's like my Yahoo account. Like you're the Yahoo people. It's like okay, like, Yahoo. So I think you've been. You've called about this before. Uh, I was like, I did? Like, maybe. Because I remember I forgot I did, and I got <laughs> mad. And I was like, that's stupid. Why would I pay you, like, 20 bucks to unlock my account? And I just hung up, and I just forgot it. Yep. And then a year later, I called him again. I was like, well, why didn't I do this? And, uh, yeah, they want you to pay to remember your password. Dude, well, that's like, horrible. What the heck? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So iPods. Yeah, so iPods. <laughs> so uh, I did, I was able to pull up, it's actually, this is a really cool website. It has like all the specs. Yeah. Uh, the display resolution. What do you oh, think it is? We count them. Uh, <laughs> I bet it's like could. 240 by 100 or something. Really? I mean, you're, you're close. It's 160 by 128. Oh, dang. It's a two inch diagonal display. Two inch I still think it's wow. crazy. It was oh, so this was the other thing I thought was really nuts. You guys is, do you remember what the original pricing was? Three ninety nine. Um, that was for the forty gig model. Forty gig <laughs> model was two ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Yeah, the, the other one's two ninety nine. Yeah, three hundred dollars. Which inflation wise is like seven hundred or something stupid. But it's four seventy five today. That's not accurate. There's no way scaled up. There's no way that's. The music stuff has always been expensive. No, I'm just saying like the inflation rate of the dollar. It says... Uh, oh, yeah, I bet. That's like over 20 years ago. The dollar had an average inflation rate of 2.45% per year between 2004 and today, producing a cumulative price increase of 58%. Dang. I feel like milk, eggs, and gas have doubled since then, but fair enough. Correct, Mundo. Yeah. But... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, still, I can remember thinking as a kid that it was like a lot of money. Like, I was like, wow. Because, like, we had to beg for it. And it was like, that's your Christmas and your birthday combined. Yeah, there was no way I was getting that for Christmas. Yeah, and I think think we even had to chip in some money, too. I think it was one of those things where it was like... The Xbox was our family gift for Christmas. Like, that was everybody's gift. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Like that was the gift. Oh, gotcha. Okay, never mind. Because it gift. played, it played, D- it played DVDs and yeah. for like family, and then like it played video games for the kids. I remember trying like pleading with my parents, like, "Hey, like I I want an iPod, and I think the iPod Touch is really cool." And I didn't have an iPod. I was like, "What if we just got it for the whole family? It could be like a whole family thing. It's not even my iPod. Dang. I'd be willing to share it." 
What a generous yeah. boy. Dang, I would have never proposed that. Your sister would have yeah. stuck it in the grate with the popsicle <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Dude, I do remember my brother had an iPod touch and he would, he, he jailbroke it. Yeah. And that was so cool. You could do so much with it. I jailbroke it. Uh, my iPhone 4S, which I didn't bring. And uh, it was, it was kind of slow and janky. <laughs> Some was, of the, a lot of that stuff really was. Help. It was yeah. like, I, you know, I was obviously an Android fanboy forever mm. and I would put, you know, cyanogen and mod on everything. Yep. And yeah. it would, sometimes it would break everything and sometimes it would run okay. So let me wrap up on this iPod because I have a story about CyanogenMod. Mod. So I upgraded <laughs> it. Uh, I actually found out that it wasn't the battery or the uh, hard drive that was bad. It was the motherboard. It wouldn't, you plug it in, it would, wouldn't charge right. It didn't, something with its brains was bad. So I got a new battery and a, that SD card and it still didn't work. And so I had to buy it. So it has like whole new internals now. I bought new brains for it and it works. And so now I have 120 gigs in it from the flash card and a new battery. And she's rocking and rolling. She's a happy little iPod. So, you, so what did you, out of curiosity, like, what did you have to spend to get to, like, buy the iPod, and then right. what did you spend in parts? So the iPod was about 40 bucks, and then all the other parts were around, like, 10 to 15, so, like, 10 to 15 for the battery, wow. 10 to 15 for, like, the SD card adapter. I already had an SD card lying around, so I saved money on that. Right, just threw one in. And then, what was it? The motherboard was, like, 20 bucks. Which, 120 gig SD card, is it a normal size sd like yeah, not a micro it's a, it's a big one yeah so i mean that would be pretty cheap to get in general anyways yeah and so that's like Dang. Uh, 40 okay. bucks plus i don't know i paid 80 bucks to for a hobby to revive something and it that's plays not bad. music and i'm not done with it yet yeah i'm excited I, to see what you're gonna do my plans are i bought so another thing about this generation the bigger capacity ipods this one's a 20 so this is actually physically and storage wise the smallest of this generation but if you get the 60 or 40 gigabyte model the back stainless steel chamber thing is actually thicker oh i didn't know that and so i ordered a brand new back uh part of the chassis and it, since it's thicker there's more room because the hard drive inside was bigger for those models gotcha okay and because of that um I'm going to have more room to do what I want to do with it. Um, my plan is now that I have this uh, larger back chassis, I'm going to put in a Bluetooth module that I have. <laughs> I already have the circuit board and I've tested it. This it used to be a dude. That's cool. A Bluetooth transmitter that I had in my car because okay. I had a Chevy Cobalt that didn't have any smart interface or whatever on it. Didn't have like Android Auto or Apple CarPlay and didn't have Bluetooth built in. And so I took that and I stripped down the circuit board, made it as thin as possible because I soldered off like a couple switches and stuff and I just hardwired them all. And it's thin it's enough legit. to fit inside this. And I'm going to figure out to get a little button that goes on the side. And the battery that the iPod runs on is the same voltage as what that thing used to run on the bluetooth so i can just <laughs> hook it into the battery of the ipod and i'm rocking and rolling with bluetooth get you a wireless ipod and i also bought a USB-C <laughs> board oh so nice with that extra space i'm going to be able to carve out uh, a hole uh, right next to the original 30 pin 
uh, plug-in because this has a really wide 30-pin plug-in because we didn't have USB-C or micro. I mean, I think we had mini USB ports. Yeah, I was going to say, by that point, it was probably mini. Yeah. But... Which was they not thought, so many. They thought smaller was better, and they just kept going down. And yeah, they realized then they all break. And this, the <laughs> dude, those never lasted. Pin or whatever, there's just like indestructible. The yeah. micros were the worst. It's like you buy a yes. new phone and you plug it in, and like a week later, that thing would mm. just be able to like ninety degree bend. Oh my, yeah, <laughs> they were the they worst. Were really bad. They were so bad. So sometimes bigger, better. Yep, it's worth it. And so interesting. I found that. I got these adapt uh, little circuit board that has the USB-C port on it, and it also is just thin enough to go inside the back chassis that's slightly bigger than this one. And so I'm going to wire it up also. I've already looked at the pinouts to solder to, and I'm going to have a USB-C iPod, and it's going to have Bluetooth, and I don't think anybody's done it yet. So yeah, you I should, might make... You a, should video that. We might make a video. I might buy a second one and make like a step-by-step what I did That'd be really cool. Dude, see if we get sponsored by iFixit. <laughs> that'd be that'd be tight. It'd be fun. I yeah. feel like you should take a take an Apple Watch and you just like embed that in as like the screen. That'd be tight. That you is. Know, you just put that on a, a wristband. I, I thought about because iPods used to come with wrist, uh, like or armbands. Yeah, yep. The, and up on your bicep. The iPhone and the Apple Watch has filled the gap of what the iPod used to do. Yep. Especially like what the iPod shuffle was. I mean, this is basically just an iPod. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, I, I, I think it's got four gig or something in it that you can like locally store music so that yeah. you don't have to take your phone with you. Yeah. You just pair your AirPods and to you your watch. Your wireless AirPods. So you don't even have a little dangly cable. That'd be the around. cool thing. And I don't know if you can make it happen, but it'd be, yeah. it'd be really cool if you were able to get a module that would work in the iPod that would allow for some of that connectivity you know what I mean? How oh. some, there's some of the proprietary stuff that's happening between AirPods and Apple oh, like products. The W, the W chip two, or whatever, whatever the it is. H chip. I don't know what they call it. I don't know because there's yeah. there's the chip for Bluetooth, and there's also the one that goes in the AirPods. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be cool. That would be really interesting. I don't know. I know that'd be a lot. That would be real, real cool to do. I also I wish it, I might take take apart like an AirTag. And try to chop it down and fit it inside too, so then I can use a find my iPod, dude. That would be. I don't know what electronics are inside those Air Tags. The funny thing is, yeah, is at the end of the day, it's just an iPod. It's an iPhone. At that yeah, that's, point, that's, that's what I was you, thinking. At this point, you built the I'm just iPhone. Retrofitting it. Yeah. Yes, it's like hold on, like you know that this this was the it's same exists, right? This was the same well, conversation. No, USB C. Yeah. This is the same conversation that they had in the engineering facility, right? The, and Steve Jobs is like, I, I'm tired of CDs and I don't want to yeah. use the stupid little MP3 players. It's dumb yeah. and I, I want to make money. Yep. And and they're like, well, uh, we could do this, you know, and this. And, and then eventually, right, they have all these things and they're like, well, yeah. we have an iPod. And, yeah. and, and then, but what Got if it was with a phone? And then, then like, like blue, Bluetooth, it, and they're like, we could add all these things in, and then we could charge everyone that makes like, why apps are we making 30%? three different things that would work well as one? Right. And that's how they that's sold funny. it at the presentation. Yeah, remember? Yeah. Yeah. An internet it's an communicator. IPod, <laughs> it's a phone. It's an internet communicator. Are you getting it, folks? <laughs> it's an iPhone. And we also have Cole's iPod, his uh, fifth. This is the one that came afterwards, I think. 
Is it, what's the I for? Is it? that is let it me the uh, I intelligent? I'm I here? like I think it means like you you. That's rich. I yeah. you me because they use they uh, the me phone. I think it means like you. Yeah. Do you want cloud storage? Because there used to be iLife. You need to pay five dollars for cloud storage. Cloud okay. storage. I oh wow okay so there's the yeah iPod fifth gen with video that's what it is good job yep so let's see iPods. here dude look at that song capacity because i remember it was all about song capacity mm-hmm. yeah that was a huge selling point how many songs you can cram in that thing they had the 30 and the 60 gig this this was this was the one that hey, this came out in 2005 yeah so this yeah. was the next gen after obviously so the 30 gig held 7500 songs and the 60 gig held 15,000 my ipod nano that i got it was eight gigs. Dang. Yeah. That's a, see, and the funny thing was you can tell because this one had the video screen mm-hmm. and the photo, it had a photo capacity. So they were like, you could fit 25,000 photos in there. It's crazy. You could have photos in your pocket. What? <laughs> Dude, I had a two and a half inch what? screen. So the, the screen's a half an inch bigger and it was a QVGA 320 by 240. Yep. It's crazy how quickly wow. technology has like ramped up since then i know right because that was like the biggest coolest thing when i was growing up i was watching the steve jobs present like the freaking ipod and think it was nuts watched every one of them man yeah i went on youtube and at the crappy <laughs> resolution at 240p i was just watching <laughs> he's memes. like i read in Dude. a book i was just watching meme videos by then so you did get internet in maybe middle school i think okay so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure because really cool. I had to be able to do my homework. Yeah. I would have had to by then. So it was. Oh yeah. So there's the original. So they still did they still sell the uh, the old OGs. So uh, you you mentioned CyanogenMod. mod. I got into that when I was in high school. It's like a and Theo Vaughn podcast talking about when they started doing drugs recreationally. He's like, yeah, back in <laughs> yeah. high school, I really got into cyanogen mod. It is kind of like a drug. Yeah. Um, just can't stop modding. I really wanted tablets because tablets, when I was in like in 2013, 2014, might have been 2012, around that time, they were getting a lot of traction because the iPod came out and mm-hmm. everybody wanted iPod. The iPad came out. And everybody wanted to make their own version of the iPad. Yeah. And my parents got me a Kindle Fire. Ooh. And Ooh. I hated the operating system on that thing. It's like a, a slap in the face. Yeah. It, it made, we it, it we was, have iPad at home. mom and dad. <laughs> I didn't hate the gift. I just didn't like the operating system was on it. It's like, I know this is an Android tablet. It could be good. It just has the stupid Amazon OS or whatever on it yep i would uh, there were a couple times that i got my hands on those and i was i was less hardware intensive but did a lot of software modding back in the day and uh you know i would go in and you just had to be able to install like google play services yeah and then you could get all of the the actual android apps but they were still so slow it's really hard so i went about my way to get cyanogen mod on that thing and I like figured I followed in the tutorial for Kindle Fire and I was downloading all this stuff on my little crappy laptop I had. And as I was going through it, I hit like the flash ROM button and then <laughs> the Kindle wouldn't turn on. Bricked her. I bricked it. Which Remember means it was AB, ABD, right? ABD was yeah, the Android debug 
bus. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you shoved all yeah. the software to to the uh, Android device. And what happened was I had the Amazon Fire HD, <laughs> not the uh, Amazon Fire. <laughs> and so I shoved gave it a completely software. wrong operating system. It had no idea what to do because it didn't have all the right bits and bobs on the inside. And so it just wouldn't turn on because it wasn't able to do what it wanted to do to turn on. Dude, that sucks. And I <laughs> told Amazon it just stopped working. And this was like day two after owning Oh my it. gosh. And so I was like, hey, Amazon, it just won't turn on anymore. And sounds like, okay, like a, we'll sounds like a Tristan thing. Uh, <laughs> I was like 14 and I just ruined my Christmas present. And so I was like, oh, Panicking. Mom. I told mom, dad, I, I'm pretty sure I went and like hid in my closet. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Because like I just wasted this present. And so I was like, oh, I just go tell Amazon. Uh, just because I want to be modded. And they just, they just sent me one right away. Oh my gosh. And then I flashed that one. No. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> Screw it. I'm flashing it. <laughs> yep. And I got normal Android on it and it was the best thing ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I was terrified of tech as a kid. I didn't touch any of this stuff. Like I was afraid of bricking things. Like I didn't understand how computers worked at all. That's how you learn, man. You got to break stuff. To <laughs> it is true though. There were plenty of times that I would go to flash a ROM mm -hmm. and just like you're you cross your fingers and then like it just yeah, doesn't work just, and you just keep flashing it and hoping yeah. that you can make it happen yeah huh you know Didn't sometimes know you just gotta stuff. delete like 20 terabytes of stuff <laughs> to learn <laughs> to learn sometimes sometimes you just gotta yeah, dude, break some eggs <laughs> i don't think there was a single device back in the day that i didn't like it was always like i'd use mm. it for about a month or two and then i'd be like okay i need to flash how do it. i make this do something yeah. yeah i got it set up and then never changed anything because i would overclock them the, the what the phone yeah no i would way. go in and like and because you had control over everything and yeah. i would overclock them and they get real hot <laughs> i bet hey, they got hot normally those I things know. are so stinking bad it's okay, you just gotta pop the battery out put the battery back <laughs> Nah. Dude, I didn't Probably mess around. Cooking the battery. Dude, I love to because, like, back in the day, like HTC was had the best interface. Yes. I felt like it yeah. was. I mm. always wanted an HTC, and by the time I could afford one, they went down the tank. She gone. Yeah, they were the best. Yeah. They were the best. Rem do you remember? It was like it was called like the HD or something. Like it was like HTC HD, and they had like an HD two, and whichever one was the yeah. last model they made, it was a Windows phone. Oh, and they just like kept flashing like all these different like ROMs to it, and, and eventually because it was like their flagship, right? Mm -hmm. It had like monster specs, was super expensive. Like I never had one; I wanted yeah. one. It's like the holy grail of HTCs. The only HTC device that I had was the Nexus six no five because they made the tablet really? collab with google because it's supposed to yeah. be like a developer oriented thing i had a seven and uh yeah and I, I just found the box recently at my parents house i put it in like a coffee chair for some reason coffee stool <laughs> like you could take the seat off and there's like a compartment inside yeah. and i found my box for it i was like what but you don't have the device uh, i still have the device dude that would be cool it Can barely I works ah. it's so sad because i put like the latest developer preview thing on it and it's just <laughs> you can't do anything on it dang dude and that's they were, funny they were also notorious for like overheating and like cooking themselves and i think it's cooked i gotcha dang, run so the slow. sevens lasted forever like people yeah. were using the sevens for decades i'll try to charge it yeah you should bring yeah. it in i'd love to see it because yeah. 
and so i've have a whole list of phones that i ever had the the i had a, I had a droid Aris. had a, an incredible um i had a bunch of htcs as I many as i can get yeah. dude it was so cool because the back popped off and everything mm-hmm. underneath of it was red yeah and it had an optical trackpad on the front and you could swipe through the interface with your thumb yeah. and it was just this optical button at the bottom it was so cool that was one of my favorite phones <laughs> tristan did you have a smartphone growing up as a kid <laughs> yeah what was your first smartphone yeah. droid razor i think in high school that's not a smartphone that's not, that's not a smartphone. yeah it is the droid razor max oh okay the, like the, the max because the, the original the, razor is like the the flippy flipper, the yeah no they the droid droid razor was just the lineup the droid razor max what did it run no so like droid razor is like just like like the actual oh droid razor i didn't yeah. know that there was a yeah that's just like the branding name so like the original droid uh i think motorola razor is probably what you're thinking of but droid razor oh. um, was the brand name so they had like a lineup Gosh, and they just it, kept releasing uh, they kept releasing more iterations of it. So I had the Droid Razor, I think, and then the Droid Razor Max after that. Oh, my dad had that phone. It was amazing. That battery would last like seven seven days. This yeah. guy? Yeah. Nice. I love that phone so much. Good, yep, my dad. That, that's the exact phone my dad had. GSM Arena. It's got. That's cool. It's got a. It's like carbon fiber on the back of it. It was. Yeah. It was such a nice phone. You remember all those commercials? Droid. Droid. And that was like the thing. It drove me nuts because my grandma was like, I bought a Droid, and I was like, it's a, it's an Android phone. I that <laughs> also bugged me. Is like, why do they call it just a Droid? It made me so mad. So mad. Droid. Are they still around? They still make droids. Not that I'm aware of. It's a missed opportunity. What was that? What was the other one? I had the the droid, the Motorola droid. It was like, uh, it was the big boy. Like later on down the road, it had like a, it was really thin and then Mm -hmm. it came up and the camera bump was like across the back, kind of like the new pixels. Oh. And it came up to it and there was like a full camera bump against the back end of it. It was, it was a really good phone. I did not have it very long, but I was like, I was yeah. really hard on that phone. It makes me think think of the Nexus phones, like the original like ones that had like the bar at the top that was like the pixels now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I miss I miss all of that. I that yeah. was that was a big deal, man. Smartphones rapidly grew to samey. Like it's not there's nothing super crazy. Like the the biggest thing I've seen that's made me excited for smartphones again is like the folding stuff. And right now it's too like not good, <laughs> way too young and not refined enough hmm. to, for me to actually be excited about. Here you go. This is what I, folding I had screen. the X, the droid X. Droid that X. That looks really familiar too. I mean, I want the droid oh, man, X. Back when there's physical buttons. What you I do? know, right? What year did that come out? What year? I may have done droid X 2010. Dude, I love this. Android 2.1. Those buttons look really familiar. I, I think I have that. 8 megapixel 720p. Dude, it's got go- with Google on the back of it. Do you see with that? With Google. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah I oh, this had an HDMI out. I forgot. It had a, it had a micro HDMI out on the side of it. What? Yeah, dude. Dude, those like, were just mystery ports to me. For what? I don't know. Wow. But that's nuts, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. dude. I may have so had this weird. one. So that's 2010. Had the a Droid Razor came out in 2011, and then the 2012 was the Max. I'm pretty That's sure cool. I did. I like that. I did all of them. So you were into the. You, so you were. Dro- you, I, oh, you've see, always been a Droid guy, right? Uh, 
Yeah. What was, so your first... But I never, like, I didn't think of name brands or anything. Like, I didn't know there was a difference between phones. I just knew there was a difference in price. I was like, that's that's the i just want a phone i don't know i get that like i didn't i didn't know anything about brands or apple or anything like that what was the uh there was the oh dude i you know what i always wanted that i i never got i got to hold one once because i talked to my dad into buying one um it was the the old palm trio blackberry palm. is that blackberry no it's palm Palm was a company? Palm, Palm, yeah, Palm Pilots. Yeah. Uh, remember Palm uh, PDAs? They yeah, made a lot before, of PDAs. before phones. Well, they, they Pretty much yeah, before, smart, phone before smartphones, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, here's here's the 650. This was the bad boy. This was the one. This was like the holy grail. Like when you went into Verizon and you were going to like, you know, dad was getting a new phone or something, mm. you were like, you got to get the Palm Trio because it yeah. was like six hundred dollars right Dude, i think Jeez. i owned one of these because i got this. it at a yard sale for like three bucks you remember this guy um oh yeah when phones looked like that oh, i know my, my dad had blackberries it does look like a blackberry it does it definitely does like yeah. i think that was the whole which here's the 750 this was the last one they ever made and they all ran windows mobile and like that was yep they were baller yeah that was what i think my dad had that one because he used to work for the military and that's what they would give them because they needed to have emails they needed to see everything and so he was in that realm that like actually had to have something like that you remember the palm pre palm yes that was the last i don't know what it looks like was the last phone that that ever came out from from palm I actually talked yeah. my mom into getting one back in the day. That was what we always, my parents would come to me and they'd be like, what phone should I get? Cause they knew I watched all the stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. It had conductive charging on it too, which was like a big deal back then. Oh yeah. Ran yeah. Web, the slide up one. Ran web OS. People still wanted to have those physical keyboards. I don't think there, is there any phones hmm. today that has, I mean, you not, not flagship stuff, but I was say, like, I you can go to Walmart and buy phones like buy that. One, it's like, yeah. That's why I was kind of wondering, like, with the iPod situation, it's like, why didn't you just go on Amazon, spend forty dollars for an MP3 that has USB C and Bluetooth? Because it's it's an iPod. It's about the 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 journey too. I get it. it. I don't. It's not because I want an MP3 player that has USB C. It's because I know how to do soldering. I know how to work with electronics, and I'm fond of this thing. And I think it'd be cool to make one that does that. Okay. Yeah. It's just like a it's fun a project. project. It's yeah. a project. Yeah, yeah. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's a hobby. Yeah, hobbies you don't remember, need to make sense. You remember this? No, I don't. Yeah, you turned it <laughs> into... Buddy. Every every. Uh, that's why my wife asked me. Oh, that's she said, right. We, did, we turned it into a business. I forgot about that. <laughs> my wife, she said... Because um, we work so much. My wife's like, would you work less if I got a job? And I was like, no. She's like, yeah, that's what I figured. Because, you know, she was trying to offset it. <laughs> yep, yep. And then I had yeah. the realization Aww. the other day, my sister was telling me about what she's, like, what her job is and mm-hmm. what she's doing and stuff like this. And I was just like, it, it, I had the realization, if we didn't run this company, mm-hmm. I would start another company immediately. Because it's just, it's just what I, I, everything I think of is like in the form of systems and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I want mm-hmm. to build brands i want to design things and it's like it's just part of it so it's like yeah it would it would happen regardless yeah. tris and i have already talked about what company two would be what would be do you want to spill the beans i don't think so you never know man the florida one gotta have a plan the, b the boating one no we had talked kind of seriously about some stuff not that long ago about oh, what, what you and i would do okay yeah uh no no not that okay not it has nothing to do with ai 
Okay. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Okay. Oh goodness. We're not gonna do that. <sighs> I wanted to, uh, the most recent ones. I wanted to go to Florida and go on the booze cruises and be the photographers that make twenty five dollars a photo. Oh, I thought that was funny. I, yeah, like, I, they're, I dig they're that. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I get a nice tan. Get drink. For free. For free. <laughs> Be a bunch of what cougars buying you drinks. Oh, my lord. <laughs> What's, uh, what was the other one we talked about? Uh, there, it was, we were talking about doing some sort of consulting work. Oh yeah. I would, would love to do we that. We would come in and just do like organizational type stuff because yeah. we've, we've worked so much with different programs that it's mm. like, you know, trying to organize our own business that we would just share come in. what you've learned. Yeah. We would just come in and just like lay all the groundwork for how yeah. these systems and tools work together and then be like, peace out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I would love to do that because that was mostly the, the realization about like what I would want to do with another business is I just yeah. like the startup and that's the, mm. like playing video games. <laughs> There's a reason I make the same account like 50 times and I'm like, I redo it. I don't have one account where I just run it forever. And I guess it goes back to like the runescape thing is just, I just like starting from scratch every once in a while. I like a fresh restart. Mm. I get that. It's fun. And yeah. that is, I mean, I think that's the really nice thing about, I mean, Triflix in general, right? Because yeah. we have, we have that ability to kind of do some of that stuff. I mean, we haven't, we're not like restarting, but the thing is, is like, there's so many, every time we get to that next plateau of like growth, mm-hmm. we're like resetting essentially yep. again yeah. Yeah. and making, making the company work for that next level of growth. And so like, that's, that's been mm. the place we've been at for the last, I don't know, six months. Do you like, feel that with each project too? Is like kind of being a tiny little fresh start? Yeah. And that's like, I uh, one of the appeals of what we do and why I haven't got burnout yet is because we do different things every day. Like in our meet the team video, I kind of express that as a, in a very joking way. It's like, I don't know what I do, <laughs> but really the sentiment is we do so many different things that there's no consistency in terms of the specifics of a project. There's like consistency mm-hmm. in the types of projects. Like we do real estate, we do live stream, we do specific event coverage but every every event's different every house is different every (laughs) live stream is different it's like every single one of these things is so unique even with like the live stream right we have a client where we're doing live streams but they keep changing the venue it's like every single one's different and you can get systems in place um that will work for that specific one but it's going to break. So you have to have a flexible system <laughs> yes. and then the flexible system has to keep getting adapted. So that's why I haven't got bored doing this yet. Yeah. But the second, like we're big enough at everything is just so automated. It's like, all right, let's sell. There's always some <laughs> problems that we already know how to solve. They just aren't exactly the same type of problems. Yeah. yeah. So there's that creativity that goes into just making it work in the first place. Yeah. And I think the sweet spot's like 80%. Like if there's mm. 80% consistency and 20% new, then yeah. that's, that's the sweet spot. Cause any more than that and like if if every single thing is for every single day for every single project for every single everything is different you would burn out way too quick for sure for sure but if it was too consistent you'd get bored and it's funny because this is this is one of the things that tristan and i feel fundamentally different about and it's not it's just at like the base level because i don't I could get burnout too. I like, I, I tend to also, you know, it's like eventually I want to see something different and something mm. needs to change. Yeah. Right. It's like, if I stare at the same wall every day, eventually I'm going to have to put a different picture on it. Like I change my wallpapers yes. constantly. You do. Yeah. I have my wallpaper changed like every day on my computer and like, I, I just look at it and you kind of feel like refreshed. Too, yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, this is new. 
and yeah. I stare at it and I see different things, mm-hmm. but there's that we handle it very differently. I guess that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's a disagreement, but we handle that chaos in the moment differently. Like yeah, I want things to go smooth. And, and I think that's just the producer role in general in me. Yeah. And it's just that's like, a good thing. I want the most, I want the smoothest uh, transaction from start to end in a project. And that's specifically smooth for the client facing. Like if there's chaos behind the scenes, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as like they don't see it or things get done in a timely manner, like as long as they're happy. And so it's like at some of these live streams, you know, we get thrown a curveball every time because things change and people mm-hmm. don't listen. And we're just like figuring out the process and figuring out personalities. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm just like this on the last one we did, I was sitting there panicking about something for a minute because yeah, I just wanted audio, it to work. The audio was ducked. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I had it turned off Oops. on the switcher from testing yeah so i had it shut off and everybody on the stream was like there's no audio yeah. there's no audio and i was like looking around and tristan's just like <laughs> yeah. and i'm like i don't know i, I don't know and yeah. then i turned on the I, o- I turned on the audio and again you would have thought that i had murdered somebody's child like that's how i how stressed how stressed i was that like yeah. i couldn't believe that i like forgot to turn on the audio and i was like at that moment like it was the first five ten minutes maybe yeah and i just it it still haunts me to this day dude i just hey, want things to go well we all make mistakes i Cole. live for those moments that's um i know he's over there he's like yes, yes. something's wrong ah, ah, we'll fix it. I, I know we'll fix it <laughs> well yeah because it's like all right let's yeah. check levels levels are good levels are here why are like you like where okay so Where's they the made disconnect it, yeah it, you like go through the process of microphone to computer and it's like all right yeah. when does it the disconnect happen <laughs> right and i'm like there's there's too many red lights oh yeah that's why <laughs> um i feel like what it, uh jonah hill was talking about scorsese because he's asked in an interview who's the best director of all time and he's like i've worked with so many greats and like it hurts me to say it you know because you don't want to insult the other clients essentially the other people that hire you whatever mm-hmm. but he's like by far scorsese and they're like okay so what about him makes him a good director and he's like his ability to problem solve on set like within 10 seconds he knows what the problem he's identified the problem and identified a solution and then immediately makes the decision to move forward with it hmm. and it's like i'm not that's awesome i'm nowhere near 10 seconds but yeah. i love being in the middle of a fire of chaos and it's just like oh oh yeah we got to fix that let's all right flip it or that doesn't matter i don't care i'll keep moving and yeah um i think i think it was maybe him shooting with clint eastwood there was someone was talking about clint eastwood it may have been jonah hill but he was talking about how no it was it wasn't jonah hill it was uh matt damon matt damon was talking about mm. shooting with clint eastwood uh, okay. and he was saying that he is so rigorous in his shoot schedules and stuff because he wants the product done he wants it done on time he he's like you're an actor you're a professional you do it right we move on and you know if if the shot's bad he'll redo it but i remember matt damon talking about how there was a shot he's like i know i can do better i know i can do better and then he goes up to clint eastwood he's like let's uh let's do that one more time i know i can do it this way and clint eastwood (laughs) turns to him and says you want to waste everybody's time (laughs) <laughs> and then turns away and goes on to the next shot <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and uh i just it cracked me up because it's like i'm sure that it, when he's in that position it sounds really harsh but it's like you do have a set of 150 people 
in that situation it's like it is literally a waste of time to reshoot that whenever you have a schedule because you're going to push everybody back by a half hour and then it's like all right now the food service is messed up so then you got to pay catering and then (laughs) if, if you have a scheduled day shoot of like 13 i think it's 12 hours a day is the max and then if you went over by half hour you have to pay everyone either overtime or you add another day on so even though the better thing for the film final product may have been to just shoot that other shot one more time from the director's perspective he has to like take that out of consideration he's like what is the best thing for this project itself Hmm. and it depends because you know uh james cameron's he makes the movie he funds the movie he can do whatever he wants but uh it it depends so i was gonna say i like the james cameron method you know just shoot and shoot and shoot and take all the time you want um and then just spend a ton of money yeah that if you if that's the circumstance then go for it but (laughs) no i think there's a fine line there's there has to be a fine line right because Mm -hmm. you could shoot something until till you're blue in the face because you know you're just like ah it just it needs to be right or we could have this or we could do coverage and it's like like i somebody was talking about the other day on a podcast and i don't remember who it was and they were like they were like we don't do coverage you should and it was a director yeah what is coverage uh Go ahead, director. <laughs> so coverage is like, um, if you ever see a movie with, you know, a very directional camera, it's like uh, the subject is shot with a purpose. That's not coverage. Coverage is whenever you just have three or four cameras thrown up in the room and then an event is occurring mm-hmm. and you are just capturing as many angles um, or you just let the camera roll uh, for as long as you want. And there's just film. There's just tons okay. of footage of it. And then later you will decide which clips to use and which clips to keep. Uh, I don't like that for time reasons, mainly because we don't have time. But uh, the problem with it is your film doesn't have intention from the beginning. And you're hoping that coverage will save you in the post-production. Right. Sometimes coverage is done intentionally because you only have one chance for like a practical explosion. It's going to go off. So you set up three cameras with different exposure levels because maybe you don't know Mm -hmm. how bright it's going to be. So you set one real dark, one real middle and one real high, and then you'll use the best of the three. So that's like a practical application for why you would do it. But a lot of people rely on it where you would have um, uh, just three or four cameras rolling of like a need for speed chase scene. Right. So you got two cars chasing and you put like a GoPro on a wheel and you throw a camera in the passenger seat and you throw a camera on the trunk and you just run all of them at the same time. Now, if it's like, a you know, explosions are going off and the sets changing and evolving, then it makes sense to do that. But if you're just doing it for the sake of, well, we'll edit it real cool later. I think Jason Bourne does this a lot where they just, like, they throw a ton of cuts in it. A to guy cover hopping it up. over a fence and you get like 20 different shots of him yeah. just climbing it, going over. And that's a case wherever the scene, in my opinion, the scene didn't have direction. My, my humble opinion, uh, the scene didn't have a direction because the director probably knew, would have known what he wanted the shot to look like before and would have just shot four shots. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe in his mind he wanted 15 shots, but it seems like he shot coverage and then in the at post-production, the editor decided and then they got the stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, the other time you would use coverage that's really helpful would be like if you're doing talking heads where like you have two people having a dialogue. Yeah. And then you'd have a camera over each person's shoulder so you don't have to keep moving the camera back and forth <laughs> um, in between yeah. every line. Yeah. Or you can actually shoot the whole dialogue at the same time. 
should be a little I more think natural. There's like a trope in animes where like there's two characters talking and like the camera's like spinning around them or like they are spinning. Yeah. And it's like there's just a dialogue going on. Nothing's really happening. <laughs> but it's like a simple and easy thing to do in like CG. Yeah. It's like coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's good times and bad times to use it, but the times that are good to use it are still the times where you're doing it intentionally, not yeah you're like i know i need these different exposures i know i need these because it helps the actors perform better not because i i don't know what the direction of the film is and i want to edit it later um Hmm. but i don't know i've never been in a circumstance where that's needed not yet not yet okay um we uh let's talk about the tip for this week tuesday tip yeah then we'll then we'll wrap um, yeah let me airdrop that to you real quick <laughs> uh i did want to start this this portion real fast with uh you know we we really enjoy doing the weekly tips uh it's something we've been really consistent at actually tristan and i were just talking about this the other day uh we're like in the mid 20s now so we've essentially yeah. done like half a year's worth because we do one one a week yep oh uh, man yeah and and we've we've uh we've been pretty well consistent on this and mm-hmm. uh i'm pretty pumped on it so if you guys see our stuff it goes on instagram it goes on uh facebook it goes on youtube uh you know it's it's in the vertical format on all the platforms so go check them out uh if you're specifically like you like camera stuff or uh, especially uh apple related tips um especially iphone stuff uh we do a lot of that so definitely go and check those out save them keep them i don't know comment on them also uh the 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 main reason why i'm mentioning this is because if you guys want to see us do anything in specific shoot us a a comment uh send us an email to contact at uh, triflix.com right that exists contact at triflix.com yeah that is ours yeah so uh you could send us an email uh we have a phone number on Google maps. Like you can send us a text to that number and I'll get it. Um, we, I would be more than happy to make some Tuesday tips based upon suggestions from you guys. So, uh, we get pretty good viewership from these and, uh, we want to do more of that stuff. Tristan and I have talked about doing, um, another segment, uh, that is very similar. That's branched off of that, uh, specifically geared for professionals. Mm-hmm. so that way we can kind of you know segment out the different stuff so and we can do them on different days whatever that might be because uh, you know we have a different knowledge set in that space as well yeah we got a lot of mirrorless cameras around here yeah and we could talk about them but most people won't care yeah so, so we figured we brand it specifically to the demo it'll help a lot so anyways if you have suggestions or you have stuff you want to see or you see our stuff comment on it ask us questions we're here to help uh, this is stuff that obviously we're a bunch of nerds and we play around with so this stuff nerdy. and uh, you know there there are things in my family like we talk because when I switched iPhone everybody did and uh-huh. yeah, there's like questions they ask and it's the only reason I know is because I will sit there and just go through everything. I just, I want to know, like, I'll go through the settings. I pay attention to what changes in the updates and when the updates come out. And David and I especially keep up on the iOS stuff. So, again, we're here to help. We we have a lot of fun with this and we love this. So, we want to be able to share the knowledge. So, this week, uh, we talked about AirDrop. AirDrop. If you're not familiar with that, it is the uh, proprietary file image sharing wirelessly uh, between Apple devices. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of their feature. I don't know how long it's been out there. I think it's been it's, out for a minute. It's been quite, I, I know for a while, as soon as like iPhones started being more of a like prominent, like 
probably right when like apps were like yeah, added. 2011. Yeah, that's there you go. Right. Yeah, so it's been it's been out for over a decade. Yep. Um, but it's uh, it uses all of the stuff that's on your phone, you know, your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, but it just does it in a very proprietary way with Apple devices. Yeah. So whether it's your iPad, your iPhone, or your MacBook, or your iMac, whatever it might be, it allows you to send these files. There's actually no limit on the file size. Well, um, <laughs> the size of the hard drive you're sending it to. Correct. True. Uh, and we've used it for larger files, smaller yeah. files. Uh, it's it's not it's not the slowest thing out there. No, it's it's actually pretty fast. Uh, it's not our, bad. Our friend uh, John Bundick, I had to get some video files from him for a project he was working on, and he tried his best to upload it. I think at his house, and then he went to his work and it wouldn't upload there. And I was like, you know what? Let's just meet up at a coffee shop. Just airdrop it to me. I got it in like a minute. Yeah. It's fast. It works really well. And it's, I use it a lot. Um, yeah. I will say, not going to lie, lately I've had a couple issues. I don't know. Moving 50 gigabytes or smaller files? Uh, files in general. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It feels like it was after I introduced the iPad into my ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's slowed for some odd reason. Like it searches for a while. like <laughs> I can I can tap on my device to send the file to it, but it has to think for a very long time before it actually starts sending the file. Hmm. And I couldn't tell you what the issue is, nor have I had time to look it up. I could probably hey, figure it out. It just works. It just works. Ninety percent of the time, it, it does. usually does. You know, you know what else just works? What sidecar. Even if you don't have it set up, it still works. We oh. should talk about that for another tip video. Okay. Uh, sidecar we, is a good tip we yeah. uh we opened up my new laptop my uh 16 yep. inch and uh it automatically connected to my yeah. iMac I was in the middle of working what? on it getting it set up with all of his programs we restored it from a backup which is super easy and I was getting on there making sure everything is installed properly and all of a sudden the keyboard stops working and my mouse disappears and then my screen flickered but it, it, we didn't make the yeah. connection that anything changed at the same so, time for us because yeah. his computer, my the Mac wasn't even plugged into anything. I don't think at the time you just had it on the desktop. Uh, I had it plugged into like okay. the docking station, okay. but yeah. So yeah, uh, for he logged into my account on that computer so we could get all the apps installed. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Apple just works, and they immediately yeah. activated Sidecar, and my mouse was able to jump over yeah. between the iMac and my laptop. However, you cannot drag and drop files between the two. You can't, you can't move it from one uh, files. Page. We no, we did Windows. We tried Windows. Oh, we can't move we, a we window didn't try either. Files. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe okay, that, hold yeah. on a second. I think you're getting them mixed up. So, so, so at it's continuity. It's not sidecar. Yeah, it's continuity. Thank you. Oh, so they're two different things. I know that's very confusing. Yes. Oh. Um, so continuity is like the newer thing that that mm-hmm. is baked into the OS so that's that's what works on my iPad when I set it down and then the mouse goes over to it oh, that's continuity not sidecar no oh. so sidecar is when you actually it, it wirelessly uses your other display to extend your display yeah, that's you what I thought iPod it was doing second, or iPad <laughs> as a second screen <laughs> yeah and it works it works across I think it's I think it's specifically iPad not gonna yeah. lie continuity yeah. is is just for 
It's like IMAX. It's a KVM. You're Mac- sharing a Mac and a, a mouse and a keyboard between two displays. Correct. Yep. Correct. Okay. Now you're supposed to be able to drag files. You can't drag Windows, but you can drag oh, files between we, the yeah, two. We didn't we try that Windows. Yeah. 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 But it's it's literally like you said. Yes, it's a KVM yeah. switch. It's literally just a yeah. way to be able to interact with two devices with mm-hmm. one mouse and keyboard. Yeah. So uh-huh. continuity kicked in when I was trying to use yeah, it. That I makes thought, sense. That makes I sense. I thought I was like, oh man. Like, there's some weird bug with this <laughs> brand new laptop, so I forced it to shut down. Yeah. And then I booted it back up, and then it happened again. And, like, Tristan was like, are you doing something over there? Because I think your screen blinked. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at that. I looked at this. I was like, I brought the laptop over. I was like, move your mouse to the other side. Of the screen. Was, my mouse just kept just, going. It went over there. And that's how we... Uh, it did, there was nothing that That's showed funny. up on the screen that it, it was doing it. So it's up in the taskbar. Yeah. So top right hand corner, you'll see it. What it shows is essentially a rectangle with a dotted line in between the two of it with a mouse on one side. Yeah. And that's continuity. So continuity also covers other things. So the continuity is technically how my iPhone can use its camera as a webcam oh. for my laptop. Oh. Continuity is like a suite of things that just right. makes all of it work together. Yeah. Maybe, That's, really uh, cool. That's funny. Maybe. Well, one of the things... Very cool, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, to think that, like, you know, you come in, you sit down, and you put your laptop next to your iMac if you're going to, and you're just... You, your mouse just goes over. Yeah. Which I'm assuming it works both ways. For what? Yeah. Well, I would think you'd probably go MacBook to iMac as, yeah. as well I think as it iMac to MacBook. One. I think... What happened was it just depends on which uh, computer you smash your mouse yes. into the side of, and I think he just accidentally did it. <laughs> I do that a lot, and then Burk. that's it just that's oh well, you want to yeah. go to your that's the side of the screen you want your MacBook to be. That's Dang. why I'm worried about that the arc the little side we'll talk about that later but like i'm a, yeah. i always go too far and it's going to slide out and then i'll come back i'll go over and slide it's out. it's yeah. not perfect but it, and this is continuity is is fairly new yeah this has been kind of like this os mostly mm-hmm. um maybe a little bit at the they end of the last a while back but it took them a while i'm not on ventura yet though it took them a while for well, sure your new one is going to be yeah yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But no, so it's just, you know, again, the ecosystem, it's like all these things come in and work together. And that's, you know, one of the mm-hmm. airdrop plays into that as well. Just being able to move things in between. Apple's uh, so lame, though, about it. Because it's like, why can't I use my iMac as an external display? Why? It, it, why? It, at the, the thing is, and we've had this conversation a thousand times on the Money. podcast. Yes, it all boils <laughs> yeah. down to... The yeah. companies, yes, they they make cool uh, products, but like it's still a company; yeah. they still want to make money. Because it used to be so like, much e-waste. There used to be HDMI ports on the back of it, and I think for the and that's how they were able to do it because it was like a chip. Yeah, that was like easy for HDMI to do. But now it's all USB C, and I don't think there's a. It's just yeah. so lame because it's like honestly, even the 2014 IMAX have better displays than you can buy mm. for even eight nine hundred dollars right now on the market in terms of if you want to ips doesn't even have to be glossy but you just want a monitor mm. that looks nice that's 5k with good colors accurate it's like if you want that it's just it's so expensive and they're and people that just have them at their home give it to their mm. mom give it to their grandma sits on oh, the yeah. desk nobody yeah. uses it i think apple should make a non-xdr display for like just the person at home that wants a second display that's the studio display for fifteen hundred dollars, yes, it's fifteen hundred. Oh. We the were talks are pretty close. We were talking about this like the specs are essentially the same as the old school IMAX. I'm like, 
if, oh. the, if, if the aspect ratio didn't look different, it's the same thing. Which I guess is similar it to being the LG. Studio makes me think like the oh, that's marketed with the the Mac Studio, it's correct. which is still targeted towards creators. So my brain doesn't. Really, it's targeted yeah. towards if you wanted a Mac Mini and a in a nice screen, you would do that. No, like yeah. a studio. No, it's, it's like targeted towards the people who wanted a 27-inch iMac, like what Tristan has yeah. setting on his desk. Yeah. That's the new Yeah. That's the new system. Like you get a Mac Studio and, and, a, and a studio display yeah. Yeah. and then now you have an iMac because well, the they're co- not going to make a 27. But the, the cost so? differences is like for the old school, if you wanted the iMac, it was like $2,500. So now if you want it, it's $1,500 for the monitor, then you spend $1,000 on the Mac Mini or and, you yep. whatever. And then it's the same cost and it's kind of nice because now you have a monitor that's separate. But I don't know. It's just really yeah. lame of them that they won't let you use old stuff. Considering continuity, I agree, can work and I agree. all these things. We mm. talked about this. It's it's a lot of it's silly, but again, they want you to buy the new product. So I it's don't like, like it. I get it. I want Steve Jobs back. Yeah, come back, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Take him out of the grave. Why is he still there? <laughs> Can't you? They have enough money. They could bring him back. Steve Robot Jobs Steve is Jobs. down. He's down in his grave. He's like, I don't want to be dead. Fix it. You know, I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't like turned him to like a voice for Siri. No, dude. His That's family just bad would, taste. Yeah, his family <laughs> would destroy them. I'm just surprised nobody figured out how to up, upload his consciousness to a do Mac Walt Mini Disney or something. <laughs> Save his head for later. Freeze it's, it. They like keep putting him on like later models of things. Like at first he was on like an iPod, and then they upgrade <laughs> him to like a Mac <laughs> Mini, and then he's on like iMac. Dude, I've done some like like the role play stuff with Chat GPT, where it's like I am this, you are this. Let's you know like have a yeah. conversation as such. I wonder if you could. I guarantee you could get him to be Chad, Steve Jobs. Be like. That'd be funny. Give me a yeah. Steve Jobs' opinion on ways to improve X, you know, yeah. just as a just as a teaser. I'm just curious. Can Tell you to inter- introduce a new iDevice that nobody's anticipated. I'm going to finish up a couple things. David, can you pull up? Can you pull up chat GPT and see if you can yep. get it to do that? But but do do like the uh, like a podcast outro yeah. in, uh, in, Steve, in, in the style of Steve Jobs or something. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so that was that was our weekly tip, guys. I know we got a little bit off uh, topic as usual, but like, oh, uh, airdrops the thing. Go watch it. It's it's cool. So and we'll and you, we're going to continue to make these each week. Tristan has taken over the editing position at the moment. Uh, Daniel used to do all that stuff, so Tristan's helping to fill that gap until Nathan gets up and running. Um, and uh, yeah, I really I did really enjoy this week's tip. So you got to go check it out. Yeah. I I loved like. It, you did a great job like adding in like the logo for airdrop and then using the sound so like when you guys hear that sound like as soon as you tap the airdrop button the device that you're sending to makes that little yeah it, and i looked at it was homework as well so yeah well we all know what that folder is yes <laughs> homework homework yeah. oh my goodness uh, you got something pulled up david do a podcast outro in the style of steve jobs yeah And that, my friends, brings us to the end of yet another incredible podcast. As a friend once said, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. The only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. I hope this podcast has provided you with valuable insights, inspired you to do great work, and perhaps even challenged your perspectives. Remember to stay hungry, stay foolish, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, think different.